The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. The horses are at the gate. And they're off. Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. We're here each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern or 5 Pacific, depending on which side of the coast you're on, talking about the great sport of kings. Always excited to be here talking about racing what better thing is there to be talking about in sports as the winter weeks roll by? We are one step closer to the first Saturday in May. I know. It's kind of kind of soon. I mean, it, are, you know, are you not ready? Because I'm ready. I'm ready to get this winter over with. I want to see the big races start lining up. We're roughly about 15 weeks away, and it is counting down. Just like a downtown train. I just want this thing to roll on through. I want to get it over with. And I want to throw out a number here. If anybody else wants to jump online, I don't know if you're able to hear James. Would love to hear from you. 1-888-346-9144. Once again, 1-888-346-9144. Or you can always shoot me an email at ed at winningponies.com. And I would love to hear from you. Always get back to you. That I can promise you because I like to gab about horses and like to hear what you have to say. What's on the docket tonight? We're going to recap last week. We're going to recap what's coming up this weekend. Yep, we're going to talk about some biggins. we got our special guest tonight, Mr. Vince Seister, simulcast coordinator at River Downs. He's had a vast experience, worked at many other tracks. Good guy. One of the young good guys in racing. I think you're going to enjoy listening to Vince. He will enlighten us on simulcast issues. Our man, Dangerous Dan, the handicapping man. Yep, he was on vacation last week, but he is back. And he's going to be dealing out some hot ones. And we couldn't pick him up last week, but the horses he laid out, I'm going to let him tell you about them because they were doing pretty well. And then we're going to finish up the hot selections this week from yours truly. So we've got a full bevy of action for you. And speaking of action, let's talk real quickly about last week's action. If you're looking at San Anita, you looked at the San Inez, 150000 for three-year-old fillies. Alpha Kitten scores a 90. Byron pays $5 for Tyler Bays and Irons. Very nice race indeed. The San Anita again. The San Fernando, a grade two event, $150,000 for four-year-old. Now, now, now is the winner. Sunland Park, the La Senorita Handicap. Three-year-old fillies, excessive victory was the winner paying $6. Then we go to Golden Gate, the California Derby for three-year-olds. Chocolate Candy, pay $3.80. Who owns this one? Jenny Craig. Chocolate Candy? Come on, must be Jenny Craig. She's just teasing us. Sitting Jenny Craig Trust, congratulations out. 84 buyer Russell, the muscle bays in the irons. I think we've heard of him before. Gulfstream Park, Dania Beach Handicap, $100,000 for three-year-olds. Jack Sprack could eat no fat, and he went right to the winner's circle. Mike Maker, Julian Le Peru, paying $30. If you see Julian Lepru and Mike Maker paying $30, it must have three legs, but trust you. Trust you me. I saw Jack Spratt win. This was a real deal from the outside. Also at Golf Street, Mr. Prospector, another grade three. Icky Guy, 113 buyer. Jermaine Bridgman doing the work, paying $17.40. He's a San Rafael, San Anita, grade three event. The Pample Moose. This is for three-year-olds. This is one to really be reckoned with a 95 buyer. Alex Solis in the irons beating Square Eddie. Square Eddie, the odds on favorite. I believe opening up at 1 to 5. Tampa Bay, the Pasco Stakes. And it belongs to Musket Man, paying just a, a whopping $5 for three year olds. Tour Paradise, the Cotton Fitzsimmons Mile. Bingham scores and pays 6 even. Aqueduct, the even attire, three year olds and older. Barrier Reef. Does his duty at Tampa Bay? The Gasparilla Stakes belongs to Rock Candy. 
written by Carlos Montavo uh, for Will Farish. A very nice race indeed there in the Gasparilla. Fairgrounds, a truly bound handicap rolling. C goes right to the wire, paying $6. Laurel, the fireplug stakes, suave jazz. Oakland, the American beauty, rated feisty, is your winner. Turfway Park, the Cincinnati Trophy stakes, three-year-old fillies. Tacky Cat takes it all the way to the winner circle with a nice 76 fire pain, 1360 for all the backers. Turf Paradise, Glendale Handicapped, she's sensational. That was your Saturday action. On to Sunday, real quick, the Santa Anita El Encino Stakes. Life is sweet, and it was for the backers. Garrett Gomez takes him to the winner circle, paying $9.40. Gulfstream Park, the First Lady, a grade three event. Game face. you got to have your game face on if you're going to cash here only $4.80, but still a victory just the same. Gulfstream Park, the sweetest chant. All be gone a while. 46.60. Smoking there with William Henry Sr. in the irons. And Aqueduct, the affectionately stakes, yet again, paying 19.40, looking very good. That was last week in the books. This week we have plenty and plenty and plenty and plenty of action. Aqueduct, we got the Palmonic, Gulfstream, Sunshine Millions Dash, Sunshine Millions Philly and Mare Sprint, Sunshine Millions Philly Mare Turf, the Classic, Oakland Park, the Dixie Bell, Santa Anita, Sunshine Millions Oaks, Sprint Stakes, and the Millions Turf and the Millions Distaff. A lot of action there, and that's definitely what you're not going to want to miss because that is for Florida breads and cow breads, and it is going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to throw out the trivia question of the week, speaking of a whole lot of fun. This is a really easy shot. First, I'm going to toss the number out for you if you forgot it because you're going to want to dial us up to pick up some really cool winning ponies gear, a great-looking lid, and a T-shirt, all for you if you dial up one 888 346-9144. Once again, 888-346-9144. Trivia question. Here comes a softball at you. Who rode Big Brown to victory in last year's Derby? Who rode Big Brown to victory in last year's Derby? Dial us up, 888-346-9144. If you've got it, you're going to be walking away with some winning ponies gear. we got some news to mention here. Handicappers around the world. The title is on the line in Vegas. It is on the line. 301 players go after a $500,000 first prize. It's the 10th annual daily racing form Thoroughbred Association National Handicapping Championship taking place Friday and Saturday at the Red Rock Casino in Spa with 301 horse players battling out for $962,000 in prize money. This might be called the Handicapper Stimulus Package, according to the daily racing form. Heck, you can call whatever you want if you smack that one down. Speaking about handicapping contest, that's right. Winning Ponies is going to be sending me, Ed Meyer, out to do battle at the Orleans. I'm going to be taking part in the Handicapping World Series at the Orleans. Still plenty of spots to go. Roughly about anywhere from seven to 900 people. Only about $450,000 to the winner. It's pretty sweet. But they're going to be backing me. Winning Ponies is going to be sending me. Ed Meyer, I'm going to do battle with the best in the land at the Orleans. That happens in February, about the third week. So you're not going to be hearing me. I might even call in. Who knows? Might have a hot one or two. A little bit of news to kind of throw out your way. Opening day at Oakland, Friday, January 16th. Here's something really cool. Terry Wallace, 19,089 consecutive races and counting. Or, if you're a real mathematician, 34 consecutive seasons. Where did he start? A little track by the name of River Downs. This guy can really call. Also, he comes to mind with Phil George, Jeff, Joe Hernandez, and Harry Henson in longevity. But Terry Wallace, as you hear him call, and they're coming in the short stretch of the mile. What a caller. You definitely have to dial up Terry uh, Wallace and, and catch his call at Oakland Park. I think this guy's going to be doing it for a while sometime now. Santa Anita signal disrupted. Another contract dispute from the thoroughbred owners of California the tracks owned by Churchill Downs. They're not letting them send the signal out, but I think they're working on that. They were drawing it down, giving them a notice. I hate when I hear that because you know who gets the, uh, the sore end of that muscle? You, the player. Churchill Downs, Steve Sexton, the head of new effort, 
The president of Churchill Downs and executive vice president of the track's parent company will head up a new subsidiary at Churchill Downs that focuses on new racing events, concerts, and other concepts for its racetrack. That's right. Racing is now an entertainment destination. It's no longer just horses running around the track. It is a whole lot of fun. Well, it is time to head up to our first break. When we return, we're going to be talking to our special guest of the week, Mr. Vince Seister, here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Duty, freedom, country, family. They're the values that make America strong and what our armed forces are fighting to defend. While many talk about these ideals without action, they are just empty words. If you think America's military families deserve more, log on to thanksusa.org. It's a great way to thank our troops and give military families the gift of education. Thanksusa.org. Scholarships for America's military families. You can make a difference. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back again once again here to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer each and every Thursday 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, talking about the sport of kings. Once again, I'm going to toss out the trivia question. And if you take it down, you get some really cool Winning Ponies gear. 1-888-346-9144. Kind of a softball. Who rode Big Brown to victory in last year's Kentucky Derby? I know, a little bit of a softball there. And if you got it, dial us up and we'll hook you up with some Winning Ponies gear. It is during this segment that we have our special caller of the week, and Winning Ponies is pleased to welcome Mr. Vince Seister, simulcast coordinator at River Downs, who is in the top, I'd say they've got to be in the top three for taking signals in the United States, but I'm going to leave it all to our good man, Vince Seister. Vince, it's good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, Ed. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for taking time. You know what? Before I stick my foot in my mouth, is River out there as far as number of signals in your book? I mean, they have to be up at the very top. Well, we're at the very top. Uh, we used to be at the very top, but uh, we, we are. We're at the very top of, uh, we, we take probably about 40, 50 tracks a month and, you know, add that together with everything <laughs> the whole year. You, you, you get a, we, we, have a, we have a lot of signals out there. I have to say, I mean, it's never a boring time. You know, from minute one, I even believe that you guys took more. Yeah, we, we used to. We kind of had to cut back over the years, especially, unfortunately, harness tracks, because with us being a thoroughbred track, the harness tracks just don't get to play that they used to. So we had to cut back a little bit, and unfortunately, they, was, they were the ones that took the brunt of it. So Before I get any further, before I get any further, can you tell our listeners a little bit of bio about Vince Seister? Well, um, I uh, started out at the old Detroit race course in 19, I think I said, 86, uh, and then 
uh, when Detroit closed in 1988, excuse me, 1996, and uh, 1998 when Detroit closed, I went out to Turf Paradise and was uh, a racing official there for about a year and a half, and then I got into simulcasting at Turf Paradise and finally decided in 2002 it was time to come back to the Midwest, and I uh, got an opportunity to go to River Downs, and I, uh, I've been ever since at River Downs since 2002. Well, I also work at River Downs, and I'm the director of marketing. And I'd say it is a pleasure working with you. I always have a, I always have a really good time chatting about horses, and I know that you are an avid follower and handicapper of the Jugheads, the Trotters, the, the you know, the the Buggies, whatever you want to call them. I know that's your forte, and uh, and I have to do a little shout out here. If there's a, a Miss Phyllis Seister listening, I have to say got one of the best guys working oh, she, that, that I could ever, ever work with. She'll love you, Ed. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for giving her a shout-out. She's really excited. Right? <laughs> Vinny, I have to ask you, you know, you came up and you've told me a few stories, and I've heard a little bit. You, you went back with one of the, in my opinion, one of the, the great race callers who was taking us way too soon, Luke Kreitbosch. Yeah, um, I met Luke at uh, Turf Paradise uh, right away. Luke, uh, Luke was just very forthcoming, very nice about it, nice to everybody. Just nice, just a great guy. He gave a lot of lot of uh, guys in the race calling business. I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to forget any. <laughs> Luke has given a lot of race callers in this game a uh, a jump up, a jump in, uh, in the game, and, and he's uh, he's sorely missed. I. I uh, he sounded corny, but I, I miss Luke every day. Every day he was. Uh, every time I would talk on the phone with him, uh, I always got off there with a smile and uh, a laugh. And uh, Luke was one of the great guys in this game, and, and he gave a lot of people their starts. I agree with you, and I, I'd catch him sometimes on Keeneland, and then on his off day, where would we find him? At River Downs, <laughs> Little River hey, Downs. He'd be swilling down a beer, but in Kentucky Derby, you see Luke at River Downs, and that's that to be missed. <laughs> what a follow-up after seeing the best of the best, and you're back to your roots of betting. He just loved the game, didn't he? He loved it. He absolutely loved the game. Uh, he, uh, after calling Turf Paradise on a Tuesday, he'd hop on a plane and go to Santa Anita for two days. So, you know, that's just that's just the way Luke was, and he loved the game. So, and, and we and we truly miss him. And for those that miss his uh, calls, uh, we 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 share in your uh, your sorrow there. But uh, every time I hear one on tape, it still uh, brings a little tear to my. Vinny, I have to ask you. It's kind of hard to put a finger on just uh, one or two, but who influenced you most to get into the game? Well, I mean, if you want to really. Uh, Go back. We can go to uh, Phyllis Seister's uh, husband, Al Seister, my dad. <laughs> but uh, my no, my dad uh, was a big influence in me in the game, just because he'd always take me to the track, and I'd always uh, look up to the press box and go, "Hey, I want to work up there one day." And lo and behold, I got my opportunity to work at a, uh, a racetrack, and it's just you know perseverance. And the other one that was influenced was the guy that hired me at Detroit. He is now. Uh, an announcer at the Meadowlands and also director of uh, simulcasting, actually, too, Sam McKee. Sam is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best harness announcers in the country, not to slight anybody, but uh, Sam is one of the best in the game, and he uh, really pushed me. He pushed me. He pushed me to go on. He pushed me to go to Phoenix. I was, wasn't going to go to Turf Paradise and go to Phoenix, but Sam really influenced me and said, hey, this would be a great opportunity. If you want to stay in horse racing, this might be your best shot. And Sam McKee was really a huge, huge influence on me. Vince, as we walk into the track, we see a bevy of signals, and we just see all the action up there. We just assume when we walk in, it's waiting there for us. Walk us through the process of what goes on behind the scenes in an OTB, a track, wherever you're actually getting your wager down. When we walk in, there's a lot of work to get those signals in. Yes, there is. Um, What happens usually is... A track shows interest. What I mean by that is I'll get a contract either through the mail or through the Internet and say, hey, take our signal. Well, you know, obviously the ones, the obvious ones, the New Yorks or the world, the Kentuckys, the Floridas, those are no-brainers. I usually just sign the contract and send it back. Uh, you, have to, you do have to sign a contract. There's a, a standard contract through the racing industry, and uh, we just sign it, and there's really – Really and truly, it's a boring contract. So won't, I keep it next to my bed at night and I get tired. I go, oh, I'll read that and go to bed at night. But, no, it, you, you sign the contract, and that's not all you really do is sign a contract. After that, you do have to get permission from the, 
the, the horsemen, the uh, Ohio HBPA, in our case, the Ohio HBPA, and then you also have the permission from the Ohio State Racing Commission, in our, in our, our case, too. It's just not you're signing a contract and the signal comes out. You have to get the permission from the horsemen and also from the state. And after that happens, you uh, have to make sure that you also have uh, what we call a decoder, which comes in through the satellite, which is probably a whole other show, but we'll, no, we'll, no, we'll, I, we'll, we'll try to keep it as simple. There's a decoder that, that you get, and you, you basically at that point you plug it in, and next thing you know the signal pops out to everybody. Well, you know, you, you, you've, uh, you've walked in, you see it, and you, you've kind of pointed out we need permission. Yes. We've got a decoder to actually pull down the satellite to descramble all the uh, all the Star Trek business that comes down from uh, down from the sky. So, okay, we've got that under wraps here. As far as contracts go, there's got to be uh, a different. I, I'm sure the different racetracks get different rates. Like some rate a certain percentage higher than others. Yes, the uh, the bigger tracks like the New York, the the Nairas, the. Uh... Uh, California, uh, these Southern California tracks, I should say, most of them charge higher rates, and because they do have the better product, they have the most in-demand product. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned it before that that you know, you'd like the your favorite track to bet is, is New York. Almost everybody's favorite track to bet here uh, here is New York, and and also Kentucky. I shouldn't say just New York, but Kentucky here mainly. And uh, there are different rates out there, which I'm really not supposed to be uh, uh, really explain. Okay. How much your rate is, and I, oh, I can go of course it. it's private. I mean, I wouldn't want are... mine. I wouldn't want to know that someone's getting a better or worse deal. It's definitely part of the business. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. And and I have to ask you, you know, when you talked about the number of signals that you actually put together, is there an advantage of offering more signals? If any, is there a diminished return, or are we spreading the butter too thin? What do you think? I think, truthfully, I think even though we do take a lot of signals because we do have the capability to take a lot of signals. I think we do spread it a little thin, too. I just think there's way too many racetracks out there uh, that, um, that the, we, we are. We're just spreading it way too thin. There's uh, certain tracks that we could probably do without, but you kind of have some kind of obligation to them, too, where you sort of trade signals, so to speak. So uh, I do definitely think that the, uh, especially now with the way the, uh, nobody's doing any good right now, uh, economy-wise and so on, we do have way too many signals out there, I think, and we, we kind of do spread our dollar a little too thin, and I think there's other ways a dollar can be spent. We are an entertainment venue. Uh, we're, not, we're discretionary income. You don't have to put us in your refrigerator or fill your car with gas. We are an entertainment dollar in, in, in racing, just like any other. And we are competing, and uh, sometimes we find ourselves uh, competing against each other, and it is tough, as you mentioned, throughout the nation. Vince, where do you see the, the game of racing going? Computer, phone, back to the tracks? Where's it going? Well, I think, uh, unfortunately, it's probably going to the computer and going to the phones more. Uh, of course, as you always hear, that the, uh, the ADWs, the, event, the TVGs, the Twin Spires, and so on, are the fastest-growing segment of the, the horse racing, uh, of the horse racing betting. So, unfortunately, uh, you've been there on a Tuesday and a Thursday afternoon at uh, River Downs or any other racetrack, to tell you the truth. People just aren't there, and I think, unfortunately, it is going to go back to the computers and, and to the phones, and eventually uh, maybe the, the racetracks just can become big TV studios where horses run around, and I hope that never happens. But, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, we're going to that point right now where it, it's going to probably be more computerized betting, more phone betting, and, uh, you know, betting on your betting on your phone, betting on a, a black bear or something is absolutely amazing to me, and, and it's just too easy. It's too easy to sit at at your computer or at your phone and make a wager. And, you know, when there's a cloud in the sky, people go, why should I go to the track? I can sit at home. Or if it's raining out, I'm going to sit at home and bet. So I think, unfortunately, that's where we're going with this. Like the song, change is going to come. I think it is going to be coming to racing. My last question to you as a big sports fan, and I know that you are, mm -hmm. who wins the Super Bowl, Vinny? Well, with, <laughs> I kind of have a bias towards uh, Phoenix because, I, uh, excuse me, Arizona, because I did live in Phoenix and went to a bunch of Cardinals games when I lived out there. But I think, I think the Steelers are just too much, good, too much the best, too much the best. Uh, and I think, I, I think 
I think they win big, too. I think they win by... Uh, I like that. I don't want to get into points, but maybe like... Uh, <laughs> maybe 10 points. We'll just say it for fun, won't we? For fun, for fun, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vince, thanks for taking your time to be with us with Winning Ponies and informing our listeners about the simulcast end of the game and the great sport of racing. And I have to shout it out once again. Mr. Seister, working with your son is a true pleasure. <laughs> thanks, Ed. It was great to get out. Thanks, Ben. And uh, thanks for taking your time. Okay, well, it's time to head up to another break. When we return, we're going to be talking to our man, Dangerous Dan, and doing some white-knuckle handicapping here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. We're here each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, talking about the sport. Of Kings, and if you ever want to reach me, you can dial me up on the internet. Ed at winningponies.com. Shoot me a question. I'll be more than happy to answer it. We got our man Dangerous Dan online. Dangerous. Good evening. Can you hear me, Ed? Yes, I can hear you. Everything good? Everything is great. Everything's great. Hey, Dan, can you hang on a second? Stay with us. We're going to be talking about biggins because I don't want to get away from them. So just hang tight, and then we're going to be talking some Dangerous Dan hot picks, and especially last week when we couldn't hear you. I want you to let everyone know, and don't make a favor out of me, how you really did. Friday, January 16th, there were 71 total biggins. I'll give you the biggest of the biggins. Tampa Bay Downs races three through five, a pick three, $6,400. Pretty nice pickings. Tampa Bay Downs races two through four, a pick three, $4,200. Then we move on to Saturday, January 17th, 64 total. Top dog there, Turf Paradise race number five, a super key, 20. $5,500 and better, 64 total biggins. That is really doing something. Then we move on to Sunday, January 18th, 73 total biggins. The top dog there was Philadelphia Park, Race 8, a super box, $9,000 better than. 
And then we go on to Monday, January 19th, 47 total biggins. Golden Gate, race five, super high five key, over $4,000. Not a bad Monday at all. Then the Tuesday, January 20th, Louisiana Downs, 40 total biggins in order. Race number four, Superfecta, 13,099.20. And Philadelphia Park Race Night in a Superfecta, 12,215.20. And then we go back to Wednesday, January 21st, 47 total biggins. Beulah Park, 8,876.40. Not bad at all. And then we finish out today, Thursday, January 22nd, 19 total biggins. Gulfstream Park was the winner of the biggest today. Race number two, Superfecta, 2,894 even. Those are the biggest. You can check them out yourself, and I say do it. All you need to do is go to www.winningponies.com. Check it out because they are there for the pickings. They are there, and it's easy to use and see. Speaking about easy use and see, well, we can at least hear it. Dangerous Dan, we got some selections from you, do we not? Yes, we do. Uh, going back to last week, Ed, one of the uh, one of my choices actually rounded out a big and exact that you just talked about in the fourth race at Tampa. Seagal, the five, paid ninety six forty with my choice of Doctor Karina second, paying four twenty. You box him, you're looking at four twenty seven sixty for the exacta. Pretty sweet pickings, and we couldn't hear you, and I, and I apologize for that, Dan. But sometimes things do happen. But uh, you know what? We got this week to pick. That's right. There's no hope for the future when you live in the past. So let's go to... Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that. That's a docking lyric. Uh, (laughs) Eighth at Gulfstream. The uh, Sunshine Million Philly Mare Turf for 500,000. A mile and eighth on the turf. I love the two wild promises. uh, Getting Aaron Grider for Greg Gilchrist. Horses going for six in a row. Uh, Should go wire to wire. Not a whole lot of speed in here. I don't see a whole lot. The four elusive lady may press a little bit. But wild promises... And stalk. This horse has impressed me. Was won at four different tracks this past year. Just won the My Charmer handicap at Calder. She uh, went wire to wire that day and posted a 102 buyer. I don't think uh, she'll have any problem with the Gulfstream Turf Course. Agree with you completely. Uh, even though it's a five hundred thousand dollar race, uh, a fifty two percent winner on, on non graded stakes with Gilcrest. He's pretty uh, pretty heady trainer. The damn. Uh, Frosty Promise uh, has produced two turf runners, Danny. Four starters to three winners and exits a grade three, and the trainer wins 33% with turf runners. I love Wild Promises. I'll just say ditto. Yeah, jockey trainer's 25%. Too. Oh, pretty sweet. I mean, you win a quarter of the time together, you're going to cash a quarter of the time together. I'll take 25% any day of the week. Lead on, Danny boy. Let's go to the 10th at Gulfstream, uh, the Sunshine Million Classic, $1 million race here. Let, I I, I'm look, I looked through this race, and I, I, I was trying to figure out where's Prado. Why is he jumping off Hayburn after Hayburn just, just won that uh, $100,000 optional claimer at Gulfstream? I, I looked around, and I finally found him a dry martini. A dry martini may be a price um, going from Hill to, to Prado for Barkley Tag. Barkley Tag just took over this horse from Bill Turner. And if you look at the distance record with this horse, seven starts with three wins for $400,000. Uh, doesn't look bad for the six-year-old gelding. I look for an improved effort from this horse. Uh, Prado, you know, nothing wrong with Hill, but Prado's a definitely step up. And usually I, when he rides for uh, Barkley, they're about 15%. But uh, it's, it really surprised me that he got off of, or may have been kicked off, but I doubt it after the win by Harry Barron. I think, I think Prado had a choice here. I, you might have a really good point there. Tenth of Gulfstream, Milan Sun, Sunshine Millions Classic. One million bucks. Can you believe that? I mean, they've really come a long way. I like Macho again in there, Danny Boy. I, I knew you did. I knew. Kent D, you, 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 we've handicapped enough where you're starting to kind of figure me out. Kent D and Dallas Stewart, second off a layoff. I love the turf to dirt angle. It has face graded stakes company. I didn't they, even count that turf race, though. Ed. He, uh, he didn't like it. got to throw it out, though. I, I think yeah, it's an I, angle I, that you just got to throw out. anything out of that race. I don't think he got anything out of that turf race. Um, Ran second to Big Brown. Yeah, I like that, but I'm just telling you, he uh, that that uh, the last turf race that he just ran in the prep, it was in a uh, fairground. He was six by eleventh. He, he was two to one, and uh, he Jimmy Sims, you gave him out uh, on the show, and uh, you picked against him on the turf. I don't think he got anything out of uh, that turf race. I did like his race in the Super Derby. I, th- I thought that was awesome. I think Delightful Kiss is going to take a lot of money. I agree with you there. You know, Danny, if you look back at the Poly race. Back on March 22nd at Turfway Park, coming off the poly and then back to the dirt, 
and runs back on the dirt in the derby trial to a victory, I think the same thing might, that's why I alluded to that turf race, it might just yep. be a scrapper. That we yeah, can, you're right. Once you're back on, once you're back on uh, the, the good old dirt, that, uh, you know what, it might just be the, uh, the angle that I'm looking for, Monster, again. But I'm going to box it up with your selection because I have to respect Dangerous Dan. <laughs> Lead us on, my boy. All right, we're going to the 8th at Santa Anita, Sunshine Million Sprint, three, 300,000. Uh, here, here's my long shot pick of the four picks. I love Karnak's choice, the two. Abar Crow for Todd Pletcher. Pletcher just took over the source from Greg Foley. Um, very capable hands, Greg Foley, but you're getting Pletcher and Pletcher and, and Koa together, 28%. Uh, eight starts at the distance, two wins, two seconds, and a third. Horse doesn't win a lot. Had one win last year out of 11 starts. But if you go back to his poly form in the Phoenix, grade three at Keeneland, where he come from off the pace, he just missed by a length, 13-1. True to, the, just, true to tradition, came back and won his next start. And he took some good ones. He took this all about the chase. And, and junior college and elite squadron. He's hooked some good horses. Um, look for this horse to improve on the poly. I think that uh, this is a smart choice, sending this horse out to Santa Anita rather than keeping him in, you know, having him a golf stream. horse never ran to Santa Anita, but his poly form looks excellent. Three wins out of eight starts. You're going to have to excuse me, Dan. That is the eighth at Santa Anita, correct? Yes, the eighth at Santa Anita. Because I lost it when you were looking at that, and I was listening. I was writing down who you selected there. I like insummation. Uh, Rafael Bejarano winning 21%. Christophe Clement winning 33%. Bejarano's winning 21% with sprinters. And I think the second off the layoff, and Clement wins 26 on this move. Did you respect any part of that? Oh, yeah. He's boxed with uh, Karnak's Choice. And uh, another horse that may took, take some money is Georgie Boy. Uh, Georgie Boy looks pretty good. Um, probably, you know, uh, may, not, may not win. Uh, maybe he needs a little longer. But, uh, I think Karnak's choice will give you an honest race for an honest price. And if you look at her, his odds, he's never been the favorite on his chart. You know, th- those are all good moves right there. Seven for nine in the money at the distance on my horse. I've looked at yours, and I was writing it down. And that's why we are in the eighth at Santa Anita, just to jump back there. Seven for nine in the money at the distance on the stretch out with insummation is as I'm looking for the big box up. Five and a half to six panels. And is... Am I going nuts? Is Bayharano the new money man or what? Yeah, and and, and I, I do believe that. If you if you anybody that follows Sanita, if you're at a track where you can actually bet Sanita, um, you're seeing what I'm seeing, and I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. You're seeing Gomez get over bet like Russell Bays does at Golden Gate and Bay Meadows. You're seeing him get over bet a lot, and you're seeing an overlay on Bayharano in many races. You, uh, a couple Fridays ago, I was with you and we saw one. Um, it's it's almost phenomenal that they're just going Gomez crazy, and you're getting you're getting a an overlay on on Bayerano in many races because of Gomez. You're not supposed to be telling that part, Dan. This know, is, it, it, this is where we pay for next Christmas. Like Cactus Ridge, <laughs> like the Cactus Ridge angle at Turfway. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, proceed. Do you have any more selections for us? I got one more for you. The ninth at Santa Anita, first time million distaff, uh, five hundred thousand dollars for mile and sixteenth. John Court, as many people know, went back to Oakland to ride to meet. He's returning to Santa Anita to ride Bree Cat. Uh, Bree Cat just won the Bayacoa Grade Two at Hollywood back in December. I look for this horse to run big. They are the jockey trainer com- combination of Vladimir Seren and John Court is fifty percent in the money. Ooh, uh, you know he was just out there, and as you just alluded, he he made his way to Oakland Park. They opened up on Friday the sixteenth, I believe. And, uh, and but shipping back out there to ride, I would have to say that's probably a money move. Yes, I, I would say. And you know, there, there's some nice horses in this race. Tis a blends in there. The eleven, you got a uh, Don after Dawn, the nine with Gomez, who's probably going to take some play. Um, I, Did you I like Leah's has, Secret any? A little bit, yeah. Um, Fletcher and Coa again. Um, one, one, two in a row. Churchill to Aqueduct, and now we're going, you know, all the way out to Santa Anita. Maybe need one after the long plane ride, um, but. You know, it's a Tiger Ridge six-year-old. She's a Tiger Ridge six-year-old mare, and Pletcher's good with these types. Um, the older horses that he, you know he has or has had, they've done well. The only thing I didn't like about Leah Secret, she's never won at the distance, but she has awesome synthetic form. She's five for six in the money. You know, we had a caller uh, right out of the gate. He, he called in and he was talking about the synthetic. You know, in, in your opinion, I mean, 
I think I think the horsemen had to have a little bit of a, a growing time to really kind of catch on to it. But I think overall they've really taken to it. Yeah, some of them haven't. I know Zito frowns upon it. Um, I, I just don't know if, if why that is. I mean, it's, it's you got to adjust the change, and this is the way the sport's going. So I, I would just adjust the change and go with it. You know, it, who knows? Zito might have a, a synthetic monster in his barn, and he, he don't even know it. That is true. Danny, you want to hang on, and we'll gab a little bit more in the fourth segment? Sounds good. All right. We're time to head out to another break. When we return, we're going to be talking the final furlong here on Winnie Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes. And the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com now back to winning ponies with ed meyer and welcome back once again to winning ponies as we have the final furlong of this week's show no one snagged the trivia question of the week. It was very easy. It was easy because I knew the answer. Who rode Big Brown to victory in last year's Derby? That'd be Kenta Sormo. For Richard Dutro, who shot his mouth off like a shotgun for IEH Stables. And if you took it down, you would have got some great Winning Ponies gear. Also, you can always email me, ed, at winningponies.com. Love to hear from you. Or you can always dial us up at one triple eight three four six nine one four four. Dangerous Dan, are you still on the line? I am still here. Need to ask you a question. You are a player, you are a handicapper, and you're a man that is new into the handicapping contest realm as handicapping championship ten is going on in Vegas. In your opinion, is it worth new players to give it a try? Oh, definitely. Um, anybody that's never played in an organized contest, whether it be in Tampa, River Downs, Turfway, any track needs to do it. I, I, you know, you could say, well, I'm a handicapper and, and I do well. Go test yourself against these guys because it, it, it's humbling. You know, you could think you're, you're, you know exactly, you can learn a lot from these contests too. I've learned more from going to these contests than I've probably learned from any book I've read or, or any show I've listened to. These guys know know what they're doing, and you meet people from all over the country that travel around and play in these things. It's really neat. It's a lot of camaraderie. Uh, even in the DRF, uh, they are the title sponsor in this, 
And over 100,000 entrants competed in 88 qualifying tournaments this past year. They're going to compete for almost a million dollars in prize money. First prize is 500,000. Not bad, Stu, at all, Dangerous. Not bad at all. My wife would love me. (laughs) Well, she does anyway, but she'd love you even more. Danny, I'd like to thank you for for taking your time dealing out the hot ones because we definitely have written them down. I appreciate it, Ed, and I appreciate your time. And uh, everybody out there, go go out there tracking and and spend some money at the the, your local tracks this weekend. That's my boy, Dangerous Dan. Thanks, Danny. All right, all right. It is time to do some back breaking white knuckle handicapping. We're going to start with the eighth race at Aqueduct on Saturday. The sixty-five thousand dollar Pomonic handicap. Six furlongs, three-year-olds and up. I like the one Ravallo. Mike Lozzi in the saddle for Cleveland Johnson. That is the one Ravallo. This five-year-old gelding has faced very nice stakes company in the past. Comes in from Mountaineer off a win where the trainer wins 20% of the time with shippers. That is the one Ravallo. I keep saying that because I'm really excited about this one. 12 for 15 in the money at the distance and should stalk very nicely just off the pace. Worked a bullet 47-3 and three at Laurel on January 19th and should be on top of his game with a second off angle and a big bullet to show his readiness. That's in the eighth race on Saturday, the Palmonic Handicap, number one, Rivalo. And then I'm going to show a little diversity here, just like winning ponies, dig them up, and I would say before you make your way to the track, dial up winning ponies at www.winningponies.com and get a little piece of every track as you were hearing about the biggins. They're just not pigeonholed for one track, one race, or one series. They are very diverse, and they have taught me quite a bit about stretching out here. How about the second race at Bouncing Beulah Park, six furlongs? Starter $5,000. I love the five. Joe Sixpack. I think this runner was named by Sarah Palin. I don't know. Joe Sixpack. Looks really, really strong in here. Yuri Uranga winning 13% of Beulah. And trainer Joe Woodard is a 33% at Columbus. Three for three in the money. I'm going to call that a horse for a course. Joe Sixpack looking awfully good. Uranga wins 58% in the last 60 days with trainer Joe Woodard. Five furlongs to six furlongs and has a feel for the Columbus Oval. I like the rider. And Woodard does not go there often. When he does... Lights out. Second race at Beulah belongs to the five Joe Sixpacks. Then our handicapping takes us to Gulfstream race number three, seven furlongs, maiden special weight. I like the seven afterthoughts. Number seven afterthoughts looks good to me. J.J. Castellano is the pilot for George Rusty Arnold, who is winning at 22% so far this meet. Arnold preps for two meets. Keelan and Gulfstream. His dam wins 66.67% of the time with two-year-olds. That is an incredible number. Makes her second lifetime start from Churchill Downs. She's been vacationing in Palm Meadows in Florida, and it really is a relaxing relaxing place for for youngsters to go down there and just kind of let their hair down and actually get down to the business of, of doing what they do best, run and get fit. And we'll see this daughter of food peg flying down the leg Gobbling up ground. That is the third at Gulfstream. Seven furlong maiden special weight. Number seven afterthoughts. Then on to Gulfstream once again. A mile and an eighth turf. Claiming $25,000. I love the three driving Max and Mitzi. Driving Max and Mitzi kind of fits my fits my tee right down the middle here. Renee Douglas up for trainer Larry Ravelli. His dam still waving, was a stakes winner herself, and has 10 starters with seven winners. Fresh off a claim from Chicago, and Larry Ravelli wins 15% off of a claim and 22% with shippers. So driving Max and Mitzi is that much more attractive to me. Six for seven in the money at the distance, 22 for 27 over the Greensward, which is the turf. So you're definitely going to want to be a piece of this. Douglas is winning 17%. On the weeds. Renee Douglas, early on, my dad showed me, he said, hey, this guy can really ride on the turf. Over the years, I've watched him ply his trade. He gets it done. 17% on the weeds and 42% in the money. Those are some pretty 
stiff numbers indeed. The seven-year-old gelding will come rolling like the river about the eighth bowl, so look for driving Max and Mitzi, then a Gulfstream in a mile and an eighth turf. Then on to the fifth race at Gulfstream, seven furlong maiden special eight. I like the three Dunkirk, Prado and Pletcher. It is the Prado and Pletcher show here, I believe. He is a $3.7 million Keeneland sales purchase, son of Unbridled Song, and was the first out of 63 sold that day. Number three, Dunkirk. They say you pay, you get what you pay for. This is the time of the year when you see the big boys come out to play, and 3.7 for Michael Tabor, Derek Smith, and Mrs. John Magnier is not chump change. Pletcher wins 18% with firsters, and Prado is one of the best handlers in the world. Fifth race at Gulfstream, take a look at number three, Dunkirk. Onward we go to the tenth race. We're going to go to Turfway Park. Six and a half furlongs, the $50,000 forego. In here, I like Officer Rocket. Officer Rocket looks to me like a special something. I mean, a real special something. Victor LeBron in the saddle for trainer Mike Maker. In the last 60 days, they're winning 33% together, 75% in the money. So their numbers speak for themselves. This five-year-old, this five-year-old slipped through a hole along the dead rail. And at the time, I'm going to call it a dead rail because it just wasn't active. They were, they were floating away, staying in the three and four path, but comes up the dead rail and gets up late, Officer Rocket does. And, to, and on Saturday is going to get an extra half a furlong and should be one tough ombre. I really like Officer Rocket, Victor LeBron. I mean, love the rider, the trainer, uh, the Ramseys. They are the owners, and they set records with Mike Maker at Churchill this year, one for one over the poly, third off of a layoff. And, and, and for me, that is a real gambler's play. It's, the only thing I can say is bet early and bet often. Those are the definite hot plays for me. And I've got one here for you that I want you to know is on the radar screen, and you're, you're going to want to pay attention to this one, and that would be the Pamplemousse. Who, uh, the maiden winner that beat Square Eddie and was worth the look, and you're going to want to take a look back. Uh, went from a maiden winner to a graded stakes winner January 17th at Santa Anita Park, breaking uh, an early lead and never looked back. Uh, an impressive two-length victory in the $100,000 San Rafael. Once you start seeing the San Rafael, the three-year-olds are on the move. And this was over the pro-ride surface at Santa Anita. Alex Solis uh, was the handler of the Pamplemousse, and I... Can you see the Pamplemousse etched in history with some of the names that we see? It's going to be pretty crazy when you see the Derby winners. If the Pamplemousse actually runs that far, actually broke very sharply on this day and raced outward, and I really think that this is one that needs to be taken uh, taken not lightly. You're going to want to kind of keep this in your hat and uh, to really be zeroing in and on three-year-olds about this time of the year is a really, really good thing. And also, Zenyatta's Breeders' Cup victory was voted moment of the year. Zenyatta's Breeders' Cup victory in the ladies' classic grade one. I was out there. I saw it. Zenyatta, I had to mention you because I won a few bucks. And Zenyatta, you did. You did us all very, very proud. Well, it is that time. Yep, you are correct. It is a lot of fun, and time flies when you're talking horses. Each and every week we're here at 8 p.m. by Pacific, talking about the sport of kings. So until next week, may all your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck, and thanks for tuning in to Winning Ponies. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network.